everyone good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't really care when you listen to the Monday Morning Commute. It, it could be on a Tuesday. But, but I got to tell you something. I very much appreciate everyone tuning in. It's the beginning of the week. It's Monday. Everyone, that means a few things. But I think most notably, this is the Monday Morning Commute podcast. My name is John. Everyone, here's my thing. I'm, I'm literally, I'm in my room right now as I so often, as I always am when I record this podcast. And I can't believe it has taken me 248 episodes to talk about eggs. That blows my mind. I, and I have, a, I have a pretty strong opinion about eggs. And, I, and I've discussed other things that I don't really have a strong opinion, but it's entertaining. But with eggs, like I have a strong opinion. It's entertaining. And it's an issue that I've battled with for basically my entire life. And I, and I still don't know why. Uh, today, we're also going to, I want to talk about bacon a little bit. But to start us off, everyone, before we really dive in, a quick update, keto diet. So today is day three. Um, I, I don't think my body has entered ketosis. I, I don't think I'm currently breaking down fat for energy, but I am definitely, I, I've done my best to be disciplined and stay away from carbs and sugars. And I, I can tell you my will was tested last night, or excuse me, Saturday night, dramatically. I, I went to a, a friend's house, uh, my housemates, we all kind of got in the CRV, carpooled, I'm not going to give you the exact distance. Let's just say it's under 20 miles out to another friend's place. We had a game night. Their spot was very interesting. It was a, it's an apartment, but it essentially has three different levels. So when you enter, you're on the bottom level and they got a room, a closet, and I believe a washer dryer, maybe uh, entrance to the garage. But you basically you put your shoes off, you hang your coat, and then you walk up a flight of stairs and you're on the main level. Uh, main level has the kitchen, has a dining area, and then just kind of like their living room. Uh, and then above is where everyone sleeps and there's restrooms upstairs. But so you got to understand something. So I, um, I had a stuffed bell pepper about 45 minutes prior to, ent- uh, excuse me, 45 minutes prior to entering the building. Um, I had one stuffed bell pepper and a, and a bowl of the stuffing, but that's beside the point. The, I, I really, I just wasn't full. I had something, I wasn't hungry, but I wasn't full. If this is me not on a keto diet and you ask John, do you want to grab a bite to eat, I would say 100% I'm starving, but I'm on a keto diet. So I said, you know, I'm not full. I could eat, but I'm not full. But I, I walk upstairs, hang a left. We, we do the greetings, you know, the, the hugs, how we doing? Thank you for having us. And then I look over the, they're on the island, they had a salad and stuff, but I look over the island on a, on a countertop next to the sink. And there are three Costco pizzas, um, wide open. Uh, basically it's, it's a free-for-all. If you want it, you grab it. I don't think anyone had a Venmo. I, I, am, I am staring now uh, at pizza, free pizza, and I can't have any. There, there, no carbs allowed. And I think a lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll hear inspirational speakers, they'll, they'll talk about this battle within and this dialogue that they'll have with themselves. It's almost a reflective period. You're, you'll hear people, they go on mushrooms and they can kind of look at themselves in the third person. I would say I had a very, very similar little discussion slash out-of-body experience with myself. The coat was removed. My shoes were off. I'm now hanging out in a shirt that my aunt got me from Athens, Greece, touching my tummy. Questioning, why, why am I doing this diet again? What, 
What's the point? I'm sizing myself up. I'm staring at the pizzas. Everyone, they had cheese, pepperoni, and veggie. I, I, all the bases were covered. 10 bucks for a whole Costco pizza. Here's the biggest issue. I'm staring at the pizza. It's revealed it's from Costco. And I realized I've never actually had a, a Costco pizza. I've never bought a Costco pizza. This would be my first time. But I can't have it because I'm on this keto diet. But then I start looking at the clock and I basically have 24 hours before I should be entering ketosis, before that actual transformation of breaking down the fat into energy and starting, I'm starting to crave butter, I'm starting to crave steak, and I can eat all those cravings, but I'll lose weight, apparently, allegedly. We don't really know yet. I have to hop on the scale. It was one of the hardest things ever. I didn't have one slice of pizza the entire night. We were there for about four hours. But it gets a little bit worse, too. We had... um. And by the way, I, hypothetically, if I'm not on keto, this is heaven. I mean, it was already a fantastic time. We've, I enjoyed it. I had some water. We were playing some board games. It was a great time, a lot of laughing. We, had, we did everything from Mario Kart. So I think it's called Pic, Piccolo. I, it, it was a, it's a game on the um, iPad, and you kind of pass it around. We did King's Cup as well. Um, but yeah, so I, I stayed away from the beer. I stayed away from the pizza. But here's where things get interesting, because on the middle coffee table where we're kind of gathering around to play these games... There is a see-through bowl filled with popcorn. Okay, I'm thinking butter popcorn probably, I just don't think I can do it. But it turns out it's actually skinny pop. So now we come to an even bigger problem because I thought I climbed Mount Everest when I said no to the pizza, but that was actually just the parking lot to climb Mount Everest. And Mount Everest is actually skinny pop. When I hear skinny pop, when I see the label, when I understand the branding behind it, you'd think it would be keto-friendly. You'd think I can do it. But there's a few issues surrounding Skinny Pop. So apparently it's extremely light, which can be deceiving. There's also calories in Skinny... There's also sugar in Skinny Pop. It's also Skinny Pop. It's fluffy. It's going to go down easy. A handful turns to a bowl. A bowl turns to two. You can do the math from there. It's a recipe for disaster. It's crazy. It's kind of staring at Medusa's face. and I almost said staring at Medusa's face and she seduces you. That's not what she does, but it's a, you know, I put in that hypnotic trance and I turned to stone by Medusa, but instead of Medusa's face, it's just very light and low calorie popcorn. It's in these moments uh, where the game, this game of this keto diet is very much, I'm going to relate to sport. It's a game of inches, right? But I'm also starting to ask myself, is it really a diet? Or is this whole keto thing a lifestyle? Because if it's a diet, I'm kind of comfortable cheating on it. I'm not going to lie. That's why I don't do diets. Because I would probably, I would cheat too much and it wouldn't actually be a diet. But maybe it's a lifestyle. What I'm, I don't know what I'm missing. I'm, I've got a lot of meat, got a lot of butter, a lot of bacon. Got one bell pepper and some celery in the fridge. What else do I have to do? It's a work in progress. I will, I will keep everyone updated, but you should know I didn't have one piece of Skinny Pop. I did not have one slice of pizza. I had about 75% of a glass of water, and I got out of there, and I made some bacon and eggs, and it was mean. It didn't fill, it really fill me up, but I went to bed, and I slept pretty well. Bacon and eggs, that's what we really want to talk about today. I um, To just kind of frame it egg-wise, they're so interesting. It's a little bit of a meal in some sort of hard shell that you crack, you heat it up, it changes color, and then you can eat it. 
But the weirdest part about eggs is I don't think, like, what do they taste like? Because I feel like whenever I, I ask people, what does an egg taste like? It's kind of a pause, pause, stutter, stutter, like eggs. It's kind of like when I ask people, like, what is shredded cheese like? What does craft cheese taste like? And they just say cheese. It's the same sort of thing. Okay, so if it tastes like eggs, do I just, do I not like eggs? Everyone, I don't like eggs at all. I can't eat them straight up. You got to salt pepper them at least. Hot sauce, that's, I'm going to demand it. But I, I can't eat eggs if I kind of mash them up with hash browns, some bacon, some rice maybe. I, I, can, I can manage there. But at that point, it's just unnecessary. I want to be able to literally wake up in the morning, throw on a robe, kind of rub the, you know, the scratch out of my eyes, get out a frying pan. We're not an electric stove. We're going straight up gas, got the flames going, long blue flames almost chasing the outside of this frying pan. A little bit of olive oil, maybe coconut oil if I'm feeling it. Crack a couple eggs, scramble those puppies up. I'm still tired while I'm doing it. I reach down below, pick out a Dixie paper plate. I just, I don't want to have to deal with the dishes this morning. I, I scramble the eggs. I continue to do it. Fold them onto the Dixie plate. Turns out I actually chopped some green onion the night prior and a little bit of chives as well. Put those puppies on and then just eat it with a metal fork, but just eat the eggs. That's it. I can't do that. I know people who can do that. They just eat eggs, eggs. It sounds so ideal and it's crazy because not only are they easy to cook, but they're easy to animate. So a lot of cartoons back in the day, I mean, you're going to see eggs in almost every breakfast. It's essential. It's been established as a breakfast food. One of my, one of my favorite photos on Instagram of all time um, by the late Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace. He had two country style eggs. And what I think that means is the yolk was like a bright orange, like a real orange. He had two eggs and then he just covered them in black truffle. And he said, humble day at the farm or humble breakfast or something along those lines. And nothing has ever looked as appetizing as that photo. And look, I, I've seen uh, what Tasty online. I've seen that. I've advised munchies. I've done all that. And they, they get fancy or they don't. They just keep it greasy. But those two eggs, shaded by black truffle. Now, did it help that Anthony Bourdain posted it? Yes, a bit. But if you took... Uh, Scar from The Lion King, and you had him post it, and I don't like him at all, I'd probably still be into the photo. There's a magic about liking eggs. And there's so many different ways to do it. You can obviously scramble, which I think is more of, it's the most convenient, but it's also the most boring. Doesn't require that much technique, to my knowledge. Let's go for sunny side up. Classic, two sunny side up eggs, couple strips of bacon, maybe an English muffin. What do you do? You break the yolk right as it comes onto your plate. Yellow coating the bottom of that ceramic plate. The bacon and English muffin, very similar to unsuspecting bystanders on the beach when the shoreline comes a bit too high. They've got to scamper real quick, take those beach chairs, their hats kind of falling off, half the towel gets actually wet, grabbing their kids, everyone moving a little bit back. They check the sunset, they realize maybe it's time to go home. Bacon English muffins, they didn't sign up for this. But you know what? You can dollop up a lot of that runny yolk with those English muffins. and got a little butter on it too. That's a nice contrast from what I've heard. From what I've heard, people like a runny yolk. Creamy, something about it being creamy. I always thought the yolk provided cholesterol that sometimes was unwanted. Maybe there's a certain age where you say no to the yolk. E either way, look, if that's my scenario, if that's my plate, oh, I don't know. I, I guess I have to make the yolk run. I'm just going to crumble up the bacon, put it on top, and try to get the egg down as fast as possible. From there, I would just enjoy the, 
eggs. I was going to say eggs McMuffin. Excuse me. I was just going to enjoy the English muffin with the butter. Very simple. If you got some jam, I put it on top too. I don't get it. I don't get it. I um I have been actually having to buy a lot of eggs for this keto diet, and I have been doing. If I make them, it's just going to be eggs, bacon, eat them together, put them away. Um, however, I did. I hard boiled four. I, excuse me. I hard boiled six. Two of which they cracked prior. I think that I, I ruined them. But I hard boiled four and attempted to eat them at work. Um. And to just kind of paint, because I think this is a very great picture, to paint this for you. So I, I had four hard-boiled eggs. Um, I had a Ziploc bag of basically like deli shredded chicken, uh, a cheese stick, and then a beef jerky stick. Uh, the four hard-boiled eggs were in a Tupperware. Kept that in the fridge. I got all of those and assembled them together. For some reason, I didn't get a larger bag, so I was holding all of them free. I actually ended up stuffing a lot of you know, the meat, the beef jerky stick, the cheese stick. Oh, I had bell peppers. I stuffed those all in my coat pocket. But I just held the Tupperware of the four hard-boiled eggs, uh, like marbles bouncing off each other. I went down the stairs. I took my lunch break at work. And, and it, you know, it, it's one thing to say, you know, I, I stood out on the streets of Portland, Oregon. I was a little weirder. That is that is saying something, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not like I'm walking um, in Calabasas and I stand out a little bit. That's I don't think that's that hard to do. But when you're standing out and you look a little odd in Portland, you've done, you've either done something very right or very wrong. Everyone, I was just walking around downtown Portland, very cold. It was windy. I had multiple jackets, my pockets stuffed with various items that I was going to somehow put together. We don't really know the combination. And then in my left hand, phone in my right, I've got a see-through Tupperware, yellow lid with four hard-boiled eggs just bouncing around almost begging to be broken. I don't think anyone else that day in downtown Portland was walking around with eggs like I was walking around with eggs. But here's where things get a little interesting. I walk into a building. They got an area where people can kind of convene, eat some lunch, chat, network, whatever you want to do. I I basically just right off the bat assumed one table. I, I made my stuff known. I put it all out there. I showed my cards. Everyone knew what I was working with for lunch. Whether or not they felt bad for me, I mean, that's not, that's not for me to decide. Immediately, I cracked the Tupperware. I don't have any salt or pepper, though. Because I feel like when you eat, when you eat a hard-boiled egg, more often than not, you got to have some salt and pepper. That's the way I do it. But I didn't have any. So now what do I do? I've got a hard-boiled egg, no salt or pepper. Immediately, I push it back to the end of the list. I'm going to hit that last. Scarf it down, maybe run back to the office. I take my time. I hit the cheese stick. I take the sliced chicken. I put it together. It's mean. I'm into it. I got the chicken... I believe it was uh, two eight-ounce packs for five bucks. I'm going to town on it, breaking it down. The protein kind of hit me. I don't yet crave the fat. I'm just transitioning into the low-calorie, excuse me, the low-carb, low-sugar diet. From there, the beef jerky stick, put it away. No big deal. Munch, munch. It wasn't a Slim Jim, by the way. I want everyone to know that. It was not a Slim Jim, but I put it away. I'm now left with a sliced bell pepper and four hard-boiled eggs. Now, something we got to understand, in terms of sheer volume... They're probably similar. A bell pepper with slices versus the amount of bites it takes to break down four eggs, pretty similar. But in terms of density and nutritional value, I think you know who's going to be the favorite, who's the underdog. The bell peppers are the underdog. I like a bell pepper. It's pretty hard not to. Light, moist, I'd say hydrating, maybe not. I decided to put those guys off last. I kind of let them be a bit of a palate cleanser before I step back in the office. I attempt to 
uh, derobe one hard-boiled egg. And I, and I know I didn't cook them right because instead of, it's, it's, you know, I think with a hard-boiled egg, you want to basically strip it as cleanly as possible. It's very similar to um, taking apart a clementine, right? You want to get the entire outer layer, that whole skin off, ideally in one go. More often than not, it's going to be two. I might have broken down the shell of this hard-boiled egg into a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle. I, I honestly, I, I might have actually eaten some of the shell. I got a little over it at times. I'm not a yolk guy. So I strip everything of the yolk. I'm now just literally eating the egg white, bite by bite. I got nauseous for some reason. And I don't know what, I think it might've been the change in diet, but it was disgusting. I wasn't having it. And at the same, I don't know, I like, I don't know what I was actually expecting. It's a hard boiled egg. And when I think of a hard boiled egg in general, I'm flashing back to gas stations, Cobb salads. That doesn't sit well with me. But then in my mouth, this hard-boiled egg, uh, clammy, a little cold too. It was in the fridge. I would say similar to that of a nervous physician, maybe their first patient, they're putting their hand on their back, having them cough a couple times. It's a little awkward, not the best bedside manner. Their palm questionably sweaty. You'd think they do this every day. Maybe you just didn't hit it off. It was an awkward handshake. Things kind of went downhill from there kind of ruins the mood of that whole first appointment. You're questioning if you're going to come back there later. I mean, right when you get home from the appointment, you hop on Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and check other doctors that take your insurance just because of that one moment, those clammy hands. No one wants anything clammy on their body. Trust me, I get, apparently I have, a, allegedly, my hands get clammy sometimes, but whose doesn't? Everyone, when I think of eggs... Like, you know, I've basically touched on this the first 10 minutes of this episode. I don't think, like, I just don't eat them alone. I never picture them alone. I wish I could, but I don't. But they they always have to be paired with something. And whatever I'm thinking of in my mind, you know, the porcelain plate, all of a sudden a couple things pop up. We're at Hogwarts lunchtime. Whatever you imagine, it's going to pop on the plate. I think eggs and bacon, bacon and eggs. Not quite peanut butter and jelly. They're not there yet. It's not quite spaghetti and meatballs, but it's bacon and eggs. And the way I look at bacon and eggs, the bacon is uh, that one person who's just super positive, just uplifting, pretty funny too, actually. Just good vibes. You, you genuinely like them and you want to be around them a lot. But they always have to roll with someone who just rubs you the wrong way. And you don't want to spend any time with them. It, but you can't really control it because the bacon just has to roll with the eggs all the time. It's not that bad, but you would never hang out with the eggs alone. That's the way I look at the relationship with bacon and eggs. Bacon is remarkably superior. I like bacon a lot, everyone. I do. But who doesn't? I'm yet to find someone who genuinely doesn't like bacon. I would say I liked it a lot more when I was younger. My yaya would always make me um, pancakes and bacon. Never pancakes, bacon, and eggs. You obviously you know why. It was pancakes and bacon. Have great memories. Las Vegas, Nevada, waking up. The pancakes are cooking, have the bacon. Might actually get a little syrup on the bacon if I was feeling naughty. I always was. I like bacon. But there's something that's so interesting. So I would categorize bacon as a very good thing. I'm I'm putting it up there, top shelf. Bacon's fantastic. I'm not putting ham up there. I'm not really even putting dry socks. Dry socks are great. I'm not putting them up there. Bacon's fantastic. A couple issues around bacon, though. 
I, and it's got to be something health related, but it is 2019 and the packaging on bacon is still absolutely subpar. Absolutely subpar. The packaging in bacon is something I would want you to put in an earthquake safety kit. I get that. Keep it airtight. And you got to keep it airtight. But if someone could please answer me one to two sentences, why I have to take my scissors, slice open the bacon, and then fish out a Ziploc bag to put the bacon in, close it up. But for some reason, I always, I leave kind of the papery cardboard stuff on the bacon, I guess, to keep it aligned and straight so it doesn't tangle up. And just a bit of a greasy mess on the inside of that Ziploc bag, and it's never fun reaching in. I think I might even skipped over when I'm cutting open the Ziploc bag. I do my best not to touch the cardboard with my scissors. It's very OCD of me. I just try to cut through the Ziploc and spread it perfectly so the cardboard's not even damaged. I don't touch any of the black. Car- I mean, I'm trying to think what's the. There's a brand, something Farmer John, John's Farm Bacon. I, I never want to dabble into that cardboard section. I want to be a clean cut all the way through. From there, kind of reach in. Get that raw pork juice all over the outside of my hand. I'm looking at it. It's already dry. You got to wonder if that pork juice is seeping into my skin, into the bloodstream. I hope not. For something as simple, as elegant, and as beautiful as bacon, why is the packaging so poor? Why don't we have a Ziploc system when we buy the bacon? It's not that hard to airtight any. I don't think, I, I don't think it's that hard to seal anything airtight-wise. If I'm trying to make something airtight, I'm just kind of leaning on it, pushing out all the air, get that forearm layered, Take my left hand, one finger over the zipper, boom, we're good to go. Put it in the fridge. Am I missing anything? Why is all bacon packaged in the most inconvenient way? I genuinely don't understand. Can you imagine, I want everyone to take a deep breath real quick. I, if you're multitasking, whatever it might be, I just want you to, I want this to hit home. Can you imagine if condoms were packaged the way bacon is packaged? Do you want me to throw out hypothetical stats? I will do it. Let's just think about teen pregnancies. I, 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 just, I think it's just literal brain chemistry not being developed. I doubt a teen, or anyone really, but for this example, I doubt a teen will have the patience in the heat of the moment to go up, get some scissors, and cut open a condom wrapper, M- making sure not to hit the condom, making sure everything's completely clean, we're checking the expiration date. We're making sure everything's good to go. Then appropriately applying the condom. Is, can you imagine if condoms were packaged like bacon? Condoms are good things. I think they're good. I'm putting them top shelf. But they're not packaged remarkably inconvenient. Am I suggesting we package bacon per slice? Maybe throw them in a Ziploc bag. Am I... Call it easy wrapping. That was a little play on words. I hope anyone enjoyed that. Are we, am I suggest? I might be. Is it safe to say that they're probably, more often than not, if, if condoms were packaged like bacon, that we would see a dramatic rise in STI and STDs? Am I far off there? Is this too blunt? I'm just being real. Look, condoms are extremely valuable. And when used appropriately, we know the benefit in terms of just disease prevention unwanted pregnancies, and overall, I'd say peace of mind. Maybe not disease prevention and unwanted pregnancies, but I'd like to think bacon provides that peace of mind. 
yet someone or every bacon company out there has the nerve to package them to the point where I might need a ballistic knife to open it. Don't get me started about putting it away. I like cooking bacon. I hate putting it away. Is anyone with me? Am I outlandish? I don't think so. I think this is appropriate. These are discussions that we need to have. I need a TED Talk on this. Bacon and condoms. Parallel universe. Timelines running almost the same. We've made... I've seen what condoms used to be stored in. It was a little bit of a tin can. You got to question how reliable they were back then. Look, it's 99.9% efficiency, I believe now. Just the sheer jump in packaging from a little tin can. You, you would think it was almost a Listerine strip made out of metal. Then everything's airtight. It's a quick tug. We're good to go. Easy peasy. Why don't we have that like bacon? I can't help but think bacon would almost be more edible if it was airtight and sucked. In similar condom packaging, let's just take the classic uh, blue Trojan wrapper. Apply that on bacon. Airtight. Just one rip. We're good to go. If I want four slices, you can buy packs of four, packs of five, packs of six. We need to start packaging bacon like we package condoms. I don't know what else I have to do. Maybe I'm going to tweet this and maybe we'll see if we get any traction. I'm still yet to go viral. I think the bottom line is I am done enjoying one of life's greatest foods at the expense of I know, maybe getting stronger hand muscles, maybe increasing my hand-eye coordination, struggling to find a Ziploc bag. What happens if I'm out of Ziploc bags? I'm trying to stay away from plastic. How do you pack tinfoil? I, I actually don't know. Do I staple the bacon bag? That just sounds disgusting. Then I go wash the stapler from all that grease spewing out. Don't do this to me. I'm having a lot of bacon on this keto diet. I'm, I'm, it's, it's literally to the point where I buy pre-cooked bacon because I don't have to deal with even packaging the classic styles of bacon. It's also cheaper, the pre-cooked. But the, the point being, I had enough. Trojan and Oscar Mayer, let's co-sign. Everyone, I am looking at the clock right now. And it is about that time. I hope either we're at work maybe, this Monday morning commute, we got to work safely. Maybe we're just hanging out at home. Maybe, I don't know, traveling, working out. I'm not sure what you're doing, but I got to say, I appreciate you all being with me. Look, we touched on multiple, we touched on the keto diet, eggs, bacon, and condoms. I would say diverse, but relatable in one way or the other. And with that, everyone, this is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.